0: Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controlled. Ah! And now your host.
1: Folks, this man, he is the king.
0: Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony CC. Tony CC.
1: Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Today is going to be a different kind of day. We're going to be talking about an event, a specific event that I was just at and I had a blast at. And so what I've done is I've contacted Eric Crush, who was the race director for the Monster Truck side of that event, and asked if he would be on with us to tell us a little bit more about the event, even than I know. It was my first year and I had a blast. And so I wanted him to be on here with us to kind of help fill you in on details. I might not know about it, but also just talk about kind of what we did that day. Eric, are you there?
2: Hey, what's going on, Tony? I'm here. I can hear you, man. Cool.
1: Awesome. Well, Eric, man, I had a blast at the, uh, the event and I didn't know what to expect going in. We talked about it a little bit. I've heard about it for a while, um, through Bari and some other people, and now that I moved up to Michigan, it was like, well, I can't miss it. Like it's, it's only a few hours away. And so, um, made it down there for it. It kind of last minute in a way, but not too bad. I had a few weeks to prepare. Well,
2: you, you had a little bit of time to prepare and You came in pretty, yeah, you know, pretty, pretty well prepared. You did good. You I know, was, you rolled my in My trucks there. were
1: dirty. Like when I saw everybody else's, I was like, oh, I'm so embarrassed. So
2: yeah, that's, that's what happens. It's a, it's a little bit different when you're inside, you know, you, you do one of these inside events like this and, and, uh, you know, you run inside your, are climate controlled, you know, we're, we're running on, you know, carpet, high traction. And, uh, you know, the nice thing about it is, is your, your trucks really aren't getting dirty. You're not tearing up your bodies that you spent so much money on. Right. And, uh, that's the, that's the beautiful, uh, part about that is, is, uh, you keep everything clean. You don't tear it up as much. So, yeah. And, and if it's raining outside, who cares? <laughs> You're inside. If it's cold outside, it's warm inside. If it's hot outside, it's cool inside. So Yeah, you got that going for you when you when you come there to uh to yeah. Ohio. Yep.
1: Yeah, so that was one of the coolest things was being indoors and the nice thing is we're in a hotel and beyond that I've been to like BMX races. I grew up racing BMX and we stayed in a hotel and we went and raced in like a convention center in the hotel. But at this hotel, we literally, our our doors opened up to the track area where we were racing. And so it made it really a very, like, communal event. Like, you could just hang out with people until the wee hours of the morning. In fact, we I think we went to bed after you qualifying did. at, like, <laughs> 2 a.m., right?
2: Yeah, you did. That's, that's exactly what you did. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, they, they turned the lights out and everything else, and you were still hanging. So, yeah. yep. And and, that's the, that's the beauty of it.
1: Yeah. So, but mine were still dirty from it and I tried my best. Like I had WD-40 and like, uh, paper towels and I was in the hotel room, spraying WD-40 into the paper towel, trying to clean my bodies up and the chassis. I could only (laughs) do so much with the tires without like totally soaking them in uh, simple green or something. But I tried to clean it off, but yeah, I mean, everybody came with their trucks looking good and they were dialed. And that's show and shine. You guys do a concourse, is what you call it. And correct. So tell people tell people about the event. So what if they came to NRC TPA, which you guys do two a year, correct? Typically, yes. Yeah,
2: there's there's two events a year. Uh, the the first one of the year they call it the spring nationals. They they'd always, they always used to call it the fundraiser to to where you know you're you're basically you know you're you're building funds. Uh, you're uh, you're making a little bit of money, and um, you're trying to, you know, build up to the big event, which is the worlds, you know. And okay. They, they, they called it the worlds, and and it's it's stuck. You know, I mean, it's stuck. I mean, that's just the the terminology, you know, that's there. But I mean, when you when you think about the numbers, you look at that, you're going, you know, thirty second year of doing this, and, and in RC terms, there's not there's not that many races and and events that, you know, people can go like, Oh wow, 32 years, you know? So we've, we've definitely got that going for us. I mean, I dubbed it a long time ago. I mean, we're, we're a small corner of the hobby, but we we do have some dedicated people that have done this a a really long time. You know, they've, they've been into this whole deal and, you know, it started, you know, it did start with the, uh, you know, the RC truck and tractor pulling, but, You know, very soon after that, you know, the, uh, monster truck guys got in and, uh, you know, started rolling, you know, with the, the, the solid axle monster trucks with cloth and USA ones and, you know, which obviously independent suspension, you know, at that point in time, but it just kept progressing, you know, as as time went on, it, it kept progressing to where, you know, that was, it was the event to go to and, um. As time went on, some, some, you know, some changes happened and and it started, you know, getting smaller, you know, on the racing side and, uh, it actually got down to where it really thinned out to where they didn't even have enough staff to, to, run, you know, an event and they had to stop it. And so after it stopped, uh, they knew that they needed to do something different. So they, they started looking into making some changes and. And uh, you know I was I was contacted and you know I go well okay let's let's see what we can do so we started back up um, after after a one event break we started back up uh, in eighteen late eighteen uh, looking at the logistics of everything and, and seeing you know what can we do to kind of you know cut things back a little bit make it simpler and and, and start mm-hmm. you know start bringing this back again and and you know we've got it back you know we're uh we got it back going in 19 and then all of a sudden boom COVID hits and you know and I don't I don't need to tell you everybody knows you know how that how that messed things up I mean especially
1: for an indoor event yeah
2: yeah for an indoor event I mean you know luckily like you know the DeFalcos they run you know a great program out there you know on the east coast and that you know they're outside you know and they can they can do their deal, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of watching everything that's going on. And, and, uh, you know, Mo and Matt, man, they just sneaked their monster cross event. And, you know, they, they got an excellent event that they do. They just got it in.
1: just got and it, And then in, all right? of a
2: sudden, yeah, it literally, literally right there. And then all of a sudden, you know, we're, 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 we're coming down to it. And it's like, you know, we had to make the vote, and make the decision on, you know, what to do. And it was hard to say, we got to cancel it. And so. Here it is, you know, we cancel it, not knowing that it was going to be two years from the time we stopped to the time we start again. We, wow. Everything got put on hold, two years. And it, it wasn't very exciting. Now, some smaller events happened, but with us operating out of that hotel, well, we got to follow, you know, what, what all their rules and mandates are and everything else. So yep. we are kind of stuck in that department. Yep. Yeah. So, but. Well, we got back to it. <laughs> yeah, and, and the
1: LMT uh, came out during that time, and so you had a new class even. That's right,
2: yeah. Um, the
1: LMT was new.
2: Yep, yep. The LMT, you know, got, got uh, you know, introduced, and, and uh, you know, so that was looked at, and, and, you know, we had to, you know, look at what rule changes, you know, were going to you know, come about for the truck. And, you know, here it is. You know, I mean, well, Horizon, first of all. You know, just stepped up and, and been a sponsor and, you know, really, you know, helped out our group, but helped out all the groups and, you know, their association, you know, with all small, our small corner of the hobby, it's just, you know, it, it, it's been a tremendous help to us because we've got product because for years, you know, here it is, you know, we're, we're running off the thought buster. Now we've got all these choices, but the LMT comes out and then, uh, you know, they come out and, you know, Lodi's like, hey, you know, we're going to do a, a motorsports tour. And, and, uh, you know, if you, if you, you know, run our truck in a class and everything else, you know, we'll give you some sponsorship and, you know, they come out and they, they made these, you know, nice awards and they, they gave out an LMT roller. And, and, uh, so the LMT is, is really changing things for us in, in, in a positive way. And, um, you know, I mean, you take, you take the horizons predecessor to that you know the smt the smt really helped us out too mm-hmm. and uh it, it was funny you know when actually introduced the smt you know at first people you know are watching videos and they're like uh oh, i don't know and the next thing you know i mean the smt is yeah it's uh you know the, the great well, aftermarket is, you know, part yeah aftermarket oh, yeah. support yeah.
1: for it came but what's funny is like the same thing happened with the Cloudbuster, right you look at it, and you go, oh, my goodness, what a dog. Like, when you get it out of the box, you're like, this thing is a yep. dog. And it's fun. It's yep. bouncy, whatever. It's cute. But, like, when you see people like, you know, um, Russ and them racing it, and you're like, holy crap. <laughs> that is yeah, like look, 19- at this, look at
2: this thing, you know. And- 1985
1: yeah. technology in those axles, and these guys are ripping those things around the track. Now, they've, you know, of course, customized chassis and redone all the suspension and steering and all that but they're using the axles as the platform to build from. And it's still 1985 kind of technology. And it's pretty amazing. It, and, and that's, that's what attractive. they did with it's the S 87. Yeah. 87, 87, is right. when, yep.
2: 87 is when the clock came out. Yep. yep. And, and, and yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's amazing that, you know, it's still, you know, running around. I mean, it's the longest running production truck. Uh, there is the or pro- longest running production vehicle there is. Wow. And, uh, you know, we, we, there was an event that uh, that Barry did. Um, that was the the official twenty fifth anniversary of the Clodbuster. Buster. Mm. Um, that was at the uh, the IX Center in Cleveland, and that was, you know, that just celebrated. You know, here it is, twenty five years of of, of the Clod, yep. and there was so many people that were, you know, part of innovation of that truck, and it's it, it's been, you know, one of those vehicles that you know. The NRCPTA is bait so much off of over the years, mm. and uh, they're still out there today. But you know, you know the FNT is there, the the LMT is there, and uh, you know people are people are out there, you know, running these things, and just you know and nobody's the, leaving nothing stock like you say.
1: And the after, the aftermarket is crazy, the customizing, and you saw that too with like the pulling. So. NRC TPA, it doesn't just do monster trucks, it does pulling, it does the um um what is the car crush one where they uh they smash into each other the um derby. It's a derby. Yep,
2: they've demo, they've dabbled a little bit in the uh, the demo derby thing. There's there's some guys out from the East Coast that, you know, have come in and uh, you know, tried to try to do a little bit with the demo derby stuff in there and, and there's a there's a pretty good following with the demo derby stuff. And, uh, you know, so that's pretty cool. But the pulling, uh, huge. I mean, geez, yeah, it's huge. I mean, there's 20, I think it's 27 or 28 classes of pulling, you know, and it's, it's pulling that is, you know, they have nitro vehicles. I mean, you saw the, uh, the smoke system, you know, which takes the fumes out of the building yep. and, uh, you know, then of course, you know, how many other classes, there's three, three pulling trucks rolling the whole time and yeah. they're, you know, they, they get in, uh, three different sessions and then you know they might get into pull-offs as well uh just all depends, but the you know the motor technology you know with brushless and, and lipo batteries i mean it's really accelerated uh the competition and the ease of you know being able to do some of this stuff yeah. and so yeah and did and well, well, then somebody trailer. there were
1: well, like, we were over racing and we heard this. Ran,
2: ran, ran, ran. I swear <laughs> half of the
1: monster truck guys ran to the other side. Cause there's two atriums that are side by side, basically separated by a bathroom block. Right. With hallways on the sides and correct, we correct. all have, ran yep. to the other side to see what <laughs> is that noise? Cause it, we saw like in the show and shine, the concourse that there was like a four nitro motored uh, puller. And we ran over there and they said it was a chainsaw engine that was doing one of these uh, pullers. It's crazy. Exactly.
2: Yeah. They, yep. They, they've adapted, you know, some vehicles to where they have chainsaw motors on them. And, and uh, you know, there's some outdoor events that uh, there's guys that run two, three, four chainsaw motors. So that's, you know, the pulling stuff that escalates, you know, way beyond even, you know, what goes on indoors there. There's, there's there, there's a lot to it it's it, it's actually when it's they're into corner right? hobby they, i mean some oh, of those yeah. guys
1: yeah. they they rolled in like these rolling carts that you'd see like monster truck drivers with you know where they're on wheels and they open up and they got all their tools but then like there's a spot where they work on their trucks inside it that's all lit i'm like holy <laughs> cow how do you get one of they're those serious. they're
2: serious <laughs> they're about serious. it yeah 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 they're serious about it where they You know, they, they roll in with, you know, with everything, you know, right there. And, uh, I mean, people with 20 vehicles, you know, 20 pulling vehicles. And Josh from
1: Freestyle RC isn't far behind. If you've seen his little rack of cars that they pull off their trailer, that's pretty impressive too.
2: it, it, It is. It is how they do that. Uh, you know, I mean, years ago I was probably one of the first ones that would, you know, rolled in, you know, with an actual wire rack. And, uh, you know, stack on it as much as you could, because it was, oh, yeah? it was always the challenge. Oh yeah. It was always the challenge. I mean, um, let's see. So I started and, and I am not, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a baby compared to some of the people there because, you know, I started what? 04 with them. I was earlier than that with the monster truck stuff at, at other events, but there okay. it was, it was 04. But yeah, I remember, I remember going and, and everybody's telling me all this stuff and I didn't know what to expect the first time I went either. And so I literally, I roll in with a rack. And I've got, I think my first year I had 15 entries or something Wow. and I got everything stacked, you know, on this rolling rack and everything else, you know, so I don't have to carry it. And, um, you know, and as time went on, somebody, you know, th- those shelves became cheaper and cheaper to use. And, and, uh, you know, then you, you keep advancing and advancing. Yeah. Josh has got this really heavy duty setup, you know, that Welded. he uses. Yeah. And then, y- yep. Yep. And then, you know, the other and I, I think he had it right. In fact, I don't remember, but he's actually got a, a a pit box that he uses for for some outdoor events that is accessible from both sides. Yep. That the they big have a big you red know. one, yeah. Yep, yep, they're 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 big red, you know, kitchen sink for the most part. They've got everything <laughs> in there with the kitchen sink. Right. So yep. But uh anyhow there's a lot yeah there's there's a, there's a lot too but they're it, into
1: it, it. so it, the pulling side stuff. is like they're serious and the, i mean the monster truck guys are pretty serious too like when you see the amount of trucks and stuff that everybody brings uh whether it's bart you know he had a huge he and cc had a whole you know two tables full of stuff uh uh ross hinshaw and them that whole gang over there jordan yeah. and uh, his son uh calder they i mean they were across how, however many tables and they had their own little pit box type thing and they were doing pulling and all that stuff and they oh, were running, running, running from back sides. and forth I, yeah. do, I don't yeah. even know how they kept up my nerves would have been shot if I were those guys <laughs> I mean I red lighted eight times as it is without my nerves being shot I can't even imagine <laughs>
2: Yeah, we. I think we gave you a little bit of a hard time about that, but uh, it, it, it was fun. It was oh, fun. It was a, you guys are right.
1: Luckily, most of them were in qualifying. <laughs> I yeah. One or two. I think I did one in retro, and I think I did one in two, uh, my uh, Pro Mod. First one out of the gate with my, my favorite Pro Mod, my sticker bomb CCXRC one, and uh, first one out of the gate. And I swear I waited, but I didn't wait long enough.
2: <laughs> yeah it it, it it happens and and uh i remember uh charlie you know Moser, you oh know my earlier gosh, an on that he, oh,
1: he he was he it.
2: was struggling he struggled in the past but he's way he's way better with it you know, but it jokes about it you know that well it's, it's he's fun. like yeah until you came he says until you came he goes i was the red light king <laughs> you know and and now you are you hold that title of, nice. of uh you red light tony eight yeah. red lights you got that going for you
1: yeah it was so. it was fun though it's always fun like that's part of racing though is learning the different timing systems and uh everybody that's raced you know whether you come from the the monsters of Michigan or no Lim- uh no limit or um freestyle or wherever everybody's timing system is different in the in the speed that it goes through and you gotta you gotta learn it so I just was not very good at it. <laughs> So it just, I was it's trained. just something
2: that takes time. Yeah. It's something that yep. takes time. And, and you were just trying to be on it instead of waiting for the light. You know, that's, yeah. that's all that came down to. And, and yet you had well, some good the, reaction time. The times were so good.
1: close. Like if you weren't on it sometime, that was the thing. Right. And I think one of them that I did get a red light on, was against Russ Bryant. And it's like, if I'm not off the gun anyway, I'm, I'm behind.
2: So no, no, Russ is just <laughs> on so it fast. He's just on it all the time. He's it just, you know, and that's, it's just him, you know, I mean, usually everywhere you go, you know, for the most part, he's, he's fast. Yeah. And, and if you don't try to get a, any kind of an edge on him, you're, you're just not going to get anywhere. And he's super so. cool
1: about it too. Like he, he talked about his setups. He's not afraid to tell people what he's doing. So. No, it was very, it's no, very, not at all. That's the cool thing about the monster truck racing. In my opinion is it's more like a friendship, you know, and we're all just trying to make it better. At this point, at least in the game. And, you know, he was super cool about talking about the shocks they use and different things that they're doing to make them faster. And he and Mikey are just like, those guys tuned more than probably anybody I know uh, with their stuff. They were up late just tuning, you know, change, they literally changed where the upper, the upper link was positioned in the truck to make it land better at the event. Where I was just like, hey... <laughs> Let's go jump these cars off the the third balcony, off of the <laughs> because of you and putting that idea in our head. But yeah,
2: that that's something that goes back a few years that, that that different people have done. No no names or nothing like that out there. But there there may have been a few things that flew off the second and third balcony over the years.
1: I saw a red yep. car in particular smack down and then just drive away, and it was amazing.
2: I, I might yeah. know something about that. Yes. Yeah, I might know something <laughs> about that. And it, and it says we've all we've yeah. all done some silly stuff, having fun over there at the uh, at the events. There's uh, no damage there's even involved. A rule in the, That's
1: a great thing.
2: No, no, yeah, it it, it works out. There's a, there's actually even a rule in the rule book about um, not putting uh, not running trucks down the hallway and not uh, putting your uh, monster truck in the pool and floating it. What? So, yeah. It's, yeah, I
1: mean is it Bart?
2: I, I honestly say. don't you know who that say. was. Yeah, I don't know who that was. I'd actually have to go back and ask some questions on that one. Now that's I might, pretty
1: hysterical.
2: I I might have to ask an old guy like Tim Powers and see what he says. You know, and he might be able to tell me who that was. I, I don't know.
1: Bart was and saying there were some it. shenanigans. That's why I, I questions his name. <laughs>
2: He's been around
1: for a long time in it. So he,
2: he yeah, he He's has it he has. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 uh he's maybe been part of a thing or two over the years. Um, <laughs> I can only you know. imagine. Yeah, um, it just uh, hey, you know what? We're there to uh, we want to have fun. I mean, yeah. you want to do an event, but you also you want to have a good time too. And, and these are you know the relationships that you create at these events. Uh, you might only talk to these people once a year. Uh, sometimes, right. sometimes you you talk to them. Uh, Quite a bit more, you know, than than you would think, and and it's something you might only see him once a year. You might see him twice a year, yep. And you know that's that's something that's really cool about it is just the camaraderie between the guys, you know, because we all have this love of of the hobby, and and, and the monster trucks, you know, go you know right along with it, and that that's why we're there because all of us pretty much you know love real monster trucks, and and uh, you know we like doing the RC thing and, and, and everything else, and it's a it's a good group you know there's different cliques you know of the group different groups that hang together and and, and whatnot and uh, but all put together you know that's what makes up this event it's what makes up anybody's event you know right. yeah, it makes up you know the uh you want to throw out there and, and, and talk about the Cox brothers you know talk about raphael and and uh, you know his, his brother I mean those guys what they got going on you know
1: Raphael yeah, and Marlon, stuff. you know,
2: they have a good time with that stuff. And they, and it's, and it's all about, it's all about, you know, you got to have a good time, but oh, also you know, having know a good to, event.
1: They know how to have a good time. That's for sure. <laughs> Those they they guys do.
2: Are hilarious. They do. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, Marlon can't stay serious for very long. That's just how he is. And, oh, my and, goodness. and, and I just, I used him as an example because they, they, they want to have a, you know, they want to have a good time. I mean, you go to Josh's event, you know, same thing. I mean, there's a, they're, they're a bunch of Wisconsin guys, you know, yeah. and they, they want to have a good time and it's about, you know, hanging out and uh hanging out, you know, before, after, so on and so forth and, and well you see how everybody... works. then you hope you, it, you, you know, wake up like, in
1: time for the event the next day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I hung out with the the Wisconsin guys till four thirty AM after RC fest. And then I got up and drove at seven A. M. all the way back home. I was done. <laughs> when I got home, yep, Yeah. Oh, yeah. They
2: they uh they, they, they like to hang and and have some some um, some fun, you know, beverages and uh, you know some uh, some sausage and some Wisconsin cheese and whatever else. So Speaking you look well sausage. when you're around them
1: So I had ordered pizzas <laughs> at that event. You'd left already, but they had fireworks and all that. Well, Josh was starting to grill because they brought meat or something. I don't even know what they had. Yeah. But one of the plane yeah, guys came over. And Okay. Well, he had his grill going and I was showing his trucks to somebody on their live stream and I backed up into their grill and I had this huge, huge burn on the back of my calf um, from it for like weeks. But yeah, I mean, that's just, I mean, you come to these things, you hang out, you have fun and maybe get burned by the freestyle guys. Who knows?
2: But, yeah, you yeah. what are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna do? <laughs> it's, it's how it goes. It's how it goes. We but... hung out
1: for another five hours after that, so it was all good. But yeah, um, yep. So how did you get into the uh, the RC monster trucks? I know you do, or into the full scale scene of trucks in general. You love trucks and monster trucks and all that. You said 2004, you got involved with the NRC TPA, About then, it's, if I re- if yeah, I heard that, that right. That,
2: Yeah, that's, that's when I started with them. And, and before that, uh, there was a local group, you know, I got, I got my first quad and I think it was 95. And I honestly didn't do a lot with it because I didn't, I didn't have a lot of money to invest in it. I, I had a, uh, I had an RC10T that I ran for a long time that, you know, I put a grave digger body on it, you know, and I had you know, two point two, you know, pro line matcher, you know, matchers on it, which later went to matcher two thousands. And um, I remember, you know, walking into uh, ESP manufacturing and they, they were one of the early uh, chassis manufacturers, you know, for Cloudbusters. And you know, ESP was was next town over from me. You know, they were in Crystal Lake is where they were at. Okay. And I walked into there and I said I wanted to buy a chassis. And he says, Well, you know, he goes, I could sell you a new chassis. He goes, but he says, I've got a used chassis and it's a, it's a Claude Dilla three. And he says, this was the chassis I actually used uh, for my advertisement. Okay. He says, I had two trucks and you know, one was the, uh, uh kind of the, want to say lizard style snake body that he had on one. And then he had this other one, you know, which was a little bit more
1: body a and bit more all. It was, like, was it ready to run?
2: No, no, it was just Chafty itself. Okay. It was just the Chafty itself. And so I'm like, oh, that's kind of, and I didn't think of its historical significance at the time, you know, that it was one of their, their advertisement trucks. And, uh, I bought that and, and I finally, I finally, so after here, I got a clod in like 95, I finally had put it together and put everything together and was able to buy the rest of the parts that I needed in like 99. And I started piddling with it. And, uh, you know, I had it, uh, cause one of my other uh, passions, is just the full wheel jamborees, you know? And, and so I was at the jamboree and, and, uh, I was down there with it and I met Tim Powers down there, you know, and he was talking about, you know, racing and I'm sitting there watching these guys run clods, And, uh, I'm like, this is pretty cool. And then a local group here, uh, which was called monsters and sled dragons. Uh, which consisted of uh, Brad Pitt, who was actually a pooler, and then another guy, um, Darren Grillo. They, they had a company called Thundertech. They made a lot of parts for Claude.
1: They're around and, again, yeah, aren't they, Thundertech? Are they they, they, just yeah, they are emerged
2: Yep, yep. Brad has always kind of done stuff. Um, I mean, I've known Brad for a long time, a real good friend and Stan, a person who's just helped me out tremendously so much over the years. That's why basically all my trucks are, are, are Thundertech trucks. But uh, yeah, they, they, they kind of were really not around for a long time. And then with COVID uh, Darren saw the need to like, Hey, you know, we we need to do some stuff. So they are on a, on a smaller scale, but yes, they are, they are still, they are still doing some things. And uh, so, yeah, you can, you know, basically selling, you know, through Facebook for the most part and find them, you know, there is a page for them, a tech racing page. And uh, you know, they were big, you know, with the NRC TPA years ago and, and, you know, they, uh, they, they sponsor, they would bring, uh, you know, things to the event, you know, to sell display items and whatnot, but, but Darren and Brad had, had got racing going, uh, in the area years ago to where, you know, we were running quads. And, uh, so, and then they kept telling me, you need to go to, you need to go to Montpelier. And so after a couple of years of that, I finally, I finally went, um, I finally went. And then after I went, I'm like, wow, this is really cool. Mm. And then, so, you know, just, just, you know, went with that. And, and, you know, when you go from there and, uh, you know, and I was with them, you know, for how long and did it amount of events. And then, um, kind of, you know, kind of had some, you know, different, you know, patches in my life to where like, Ooh, you know, I got to hold off a little bit on going to some of these and, and so it was like, you know, maybe you only did one a year or whatever it might be. And then all of a sudden, you know, got to doing, you know, more. And uh, and then I started doing, you know, different events with other people as well. And, you know, next thing you know, um you know, what happened with happened that, you know, what happened with them, where they slowed down. And then now that they got back going, well, obviously I'm kind of pulled back into it with them and, you know, and enjoying what I can enjoy, but at the same time trying to, You know, keep it going, help promote it, and and everything else. But, but yeah, being a part of it, and and yeah, some, you know, been around, you know, monster trucks and everything, you know, from the start. I mean, I was a fan for a long time, and and then I have been involved with different people and around different people, and I have a, a, you know, kind of an affiliation with the, the, uh, the International Monster Truck Hall of Fame, and do some, you know, things, you know, with them, and and it just it's really cool to be a part of, you know, how many different, you know, areas of monster trucks, radio control monster trucks and everything else. And, uh, you know, my other passion is pulling. I do really like pulling. I haven't done any RC pulling, but in the summertime I go to as many pools as I can. I did, I did 10 different pools this year that I went to. I did a little bit of photography, uh, at some of them. And, uh, so I, I go to what I can go to and enjoy what you can enjoy, but I've just always been a truck person, whether it's a street truck, you know, uh, a lifted truck at a show,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, they pulling trucks, you know, monster trucks, RC trucks. It just, <laughs> it's how it's always been. And, and everybody knows that anybody who works with me or whatever knows that Eric just likes trucks, you know, that's yeah. what he likes.
1: Yeah. And it's speaking of international monster truck hall of fame, Jeff Cook showed up on uh Sunday at the uh, NRC TPA event, right? Uh, yeah, he Jeff did
2: show up. Uh, you know, Jeff is. Uh, oh, and, and you know they're big into this retro thing because Jeff is. You know, I, well Jeff's the president of the International Monster Truck Hall of Fame, and you know Jeff is is big into this stuff. Of, of course, you know they got this thing going. and Jeff started coming around and, and watching and checking out the different builds and whatnot. And um, I mean, he he really literally started going for uh, for one of the members, Jamie Grun. Jamie was building some, you know, pretty spectacular trucks that he actually wanted to go and I think meet up with Jamie and, and, you know, keeping in touch with Jamie and there were some other guys who were building some really cool stuff too. And, uh, but it was, uh, it was, it it really got tied in when Jamie actually built a specific truck, uh, for Jeff. And, um, you know, there was a bond that was, you know, was was created there and, and Jeff is, you know, kind of, had a, you know, kind of had a, a sweet spot for the RC stuff for a long time then. And, and, uh, so, you know, he always tried you know, he said Hey, remind me when you're coming into town and I'll see if he can, you know, if I can come by or whatever it might be. So, um, you know, I let him know, I think Friday or whatever, I just reminded him and, you know, and he's like, Oh, I have to try and get out there, you know, and he's, <laughs> he's got that voice that everybody knows, you know? Yeah. And, so sure enough, he, came come by on, uh, on, on Sunday for a little while and visited and, and, uh, you know, was able to talk to some of the different guys that he's known for a long time. And, and, uh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, look for, you know, also look for events that could be, uh, you know, over by the, by the International Monster Truck Hall of Fame there in, uh, Butler, Butler, Indiana, which really, uh, it's really, I, I want to say maybe not far. 45 minutes from Montpelier. Yeah. It's not really that far, uh it be literally all expressway for you for the most part. It's, it's right off of uh, 69, a little ways off at 69.
1: So. All right, man, that is awesome. I know that I need to get to the International Monster Truck Hall of Fame now that I'm closer. I've seen the events that people have gone to. Uh, some buddies of mine built some really cool retros that they've taken there. Um, so speaking of all of this stuff, I want to get back before we get too far off. I want to get back to some of the format of the event for the NRC TPA. For people that may be interested and want to come with some of their monster trucks, what kind of classes, at least for monster trucks, since that's the side you race direct, um, and a lot of the people that listen to my stuff are following is the monster trucks. What kind of classes do they have or different things? What's the format if they were to come to this for them?
2: Well, so really, Friday night, Friday night's more of a, uh, you know, you get in, you know, you, it's, it's that meet and greet, you know, everybody's kind of hanging out. Uh, you know, maybe somebody's got snacks and packs, passing some snacks along, you know, whatever, just trying to, you know, to get in and, and, uh, you know, say, Hey, you know, what do you got, you know, what kind of trucks you've been building, what kind of equipment you got now. And, you know, that's your Friday night deal. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, what I tried to do this year is, is get the guys a little bit of time out on the track, which was um, very
1: much appreciated. I got to say. From being you it, at yeah, events you where you don't get to run your trucks at all, being here we ran our trucks a lot, so that was good. So, sorry, continue on.
2: Oh no, no, that's and that's the you know that's kind of the goal is is to get out there and so you know you know post event you know reflected on a little bit more you know talked to some racers and just trying to make sure you know get input and one of the things that that came out of the conversation you know was another idea of. Um, and and, you know, Josh has done it at his event actually too, where I do a regulated practice, you know, on Friday night. And what I'd like to do is, is, is do a regulated practice on Friday night, but, uh, bring it into, uh, kind of a full circle deal to where we actually use it to our advantage as a education process for Saturday. So you've seen one of the things that we did is we ran some different tracks on Saturday. We don't we don't keep every course the same. So the, the idea is, is to give some guys some practice time on Friday night, but to also, um, give them a chance to learn the different layouts that we're running for the different classes. And at that point in time, there should be, uh, less time spent on Saturday going, okay, this class, this goes this way, this class goes this way. And, uh, you know, we could even hit up on penalties in a little bit and everything, you know, on that night, too. Right. So give them a little bit of time on Friday night. And then, you know, once, you know, once Friday night's done, we we don't want to get into being super late because we want to make sure our system's in check. You know, all of our, our you know, our crush cards, everything is taped down. You know, we're good to go. Once we know, you know, we've gotten to that point, you know, we've cut off for the night and, uh, you know, we're going to come back and, and, and hit it on Saturday morning and Saturday morning. You know, basically, what you're doing is is you're you're starting out with co- uh, concourse. Uh, you know, some places call it show and shine, and you know, putting all the vehicles out, letting people you know get pictures of everything, and and uh, you know, guys are going through and they're judging it and so on and so forth, and just you know, picking out you know, hey, what's cool, you know, what's sticking out. And how did you after- guys judge that?
1: You because everybody showed up and they had a little slip in their their little uh, Manila envelope. Did the people judge it or there was just one fan favorite one?
2: Well, what is there's been some different things that have happened over the years. Mm. In this particular event here, uh what they did was is they just went back to a participants' choice. But I will say in nineteen, uh, we had a judge that actually went through and judged and picked out the trucks. Uh but this time around it was participants' choice. So people okay. pull that flip out and they say, Hey, what's your, you know, what's your favorite, uh, what's your favorite pool? You know, what's your, what do you think is the best engineer monster truck, you know, what's the best retro. And so, yes, they're the ones who uh, voted on that and then they turn them slips in, uh, you know, to our registration area where they tallied everything and, and went through it and then hand out the awards on Sunday morning.
1: I will admit that I did not know that I had to register until after concourse. So I didn't vote. <laughs> So that's why I was curious what the actual, the actual process was.
2: Yeah, it's 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 uh. I mean really, that's different. You know, usually, like usually, yep. if you
1: you put in whatever before, I I know you knew my stuff. Um, I I didn't know exactly how the format worked, so it's my fault. But yeah, I didn't know if there was a registration table to go and double check, sign in, all that. Yeah,
2: and that's yep, and that's and that's where you know one would go to do it when they get the registration you know, that packet is in there, you know, and you go through that packet and you put your stickers on your trucks. And, yep. uh, that's, that's some of the Friday night process as well, too. And it had
1: the, the schedule events, a bunch of information yep. that was really good to have.
2: Yep. It all, you know, it all works out. It's just, it's, it, it's pertinent items to have, you know, when you're starting an event out. And
1: so uh, after the, the concourse, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. So all that stuff was, was great. I, you know, I eventually got it. It's my bad. Um, all that stuff is great. You get the schedule of events. You get kind of a little bit look at the uh, um, the rules, all that kind of stuff. You were really good, though. I will say, you had all of the rules posted where people could see them on the tables there behind. Um, but let's get into racing. Uh, so all that's kind of like rules people don't, you know. Rules are one thing. Hopefully, you've read them before you go, which I did. I switched out my motors and all that stuff to get in, in uh, with your rules. But you guys have just a ton of cool classes. And I think that one of the things I noticed is your rules fit with some of the other groups that I tend to run in now. So so speak to that yep. a little bit. Talk about some of the, the, court, uh, the classes and then how it goes from after concourse into racing qualifying all that kind of stuff in those classes
2: sure we uh we you know we moved from concourse to you know them having an you know basically an opening ceremony where you know your uh you know the national anthem is played uh that was actually done on the other side because there's more people on the other side and then as soon as that's done then we we kind of move back over you know do a driver's meeting try to cover everything being there was a lot of new people there. Uh, it, there, it was it was an amount of history, you know, that was was taught, so to speak, and, and to yeah. talk about the club a little bit, and just to let people know, you know, this is what we got going on, this is what we're doing, you know, so on and so forth. And then we talked about we talked about you know the track and and, and how to run it and and whatnot. So Speaking then we get, the in track, and get
1: to, let, let's let's I want just want to pause for a second. Um, sure. Charlie and Charles. I, I want to make sure that they're mentioned in here because I haven't mentioned them yet. Two awesome guys, but they helped you a ton with building the track, right?
2: Oh, they did. They did. You know, and I was going to make sure I hit up on, you know, the staff that was there. But, I mean, you know, Charlie Mosier and his son, you know, they, they work together as a, a great team. And, it, you know, if there's somebody that's an enthusiast, you know, in the hobby period, you know, Charlie is one of those people. I mean, if, if you go to his house, you know, if you have three hours to spend there, it's not enough time to see everything. That's what I it mean, sounds like. <laughs> it's Yeah, I mean, there, you, you could take one hell of a tour there. Of, you know, it's not just, it's not I'm just, sure
1: I will now that I know he lives pretty close. Now that
2: you're close. Now that you're close, you will. And, and he has a ton of stuff, you know, at his place. But he's into the hobby. He's been into the hobby a long time. He was, uh, I think his last time, you know, there was a big gap where he didn't come to the event. I think one of the last times was, you know, 2002, something like that. He didn't come for, you know, how many years, but Charlie just is, is, you know, workhorse, you know, helping set up and, and getting everything going and and everything else. And I mean, you know, we work together, you know, on these items and and can work together real well. And his son, you know, his son is young, uh, basically, you know, 16 years old, but he, he still just gets right into it, you know, and just helps out. And, and everything as well. And, and, you know, just kind of all clicked together, but it wasn't for those guys, you know, Oh man, you know, where would I, you know, where would I be? And then it it just, it's, it's challenging because to put on an event, it takes a lot of people, you know, to set things up and to do things. And, and, you know, they were right on top of staying on that track and, and, you know, making sure, you know, that it was, it was kept up for the night, Friday night, and then everything was okay. And then on Saturday, you know, before we started, you know, that was good to go. And we on Saturday it, night, yeah. but it, yep, yep, but the the items had to be retaped, and and really, you know, things kept in place, you know, real good. Um, we had an outstanding weekend in that department where we weren't fixing tons of stuff, and, and we weren't having timing system issues. You know, knock on wood, and, and you know, so he was just he was just on top of all that and uh, so appreciative, you know, that he was. And, and um, I'll hit on the side too, if, if it wasn't for, you know, Denise being with me and, and helping me out, you know, in mm-hmm. so many different ways that she was not actually, you know, part of staff or anything, but, but, but of helping out, you know, that's, that's another part that just
1: taking all the photos you, and all the yep, behind yep. the scenes with the paperwork you had to do.
2: Yep. Yep. That really, that really helped out. Cause it, we went to you know, we're kinda of, we're skipping ahead just a little bit here, but one of the things that was decided to be done this year is is, is, to, uh, is to is to to take pictures, you know, after qualifying, take pictures um, after each round of racing was done so that we had a picture of the trucks and a picture of the drivers so we have some more content out there and, and, and just a better visual. So Which is and huge. Then when we, Oh, it is huge. Yeah, and then at huge. the same time, your awards are handed out, you're done. And so when we were done, we were done. Our, our yeah. awards were all set. They were all done. And, and that was it. And it was just kind of an integral part, you know, of the whole event. And um they did that you know, at it, the uh,
1: No Limit World Finals for the first time this year, too. And it really okay. helped. Yeah, it really helped move. Yeah. Because some people leave before the actual award ceremony. So sure. you, people sure. would be there for pictures. And it was just yep. weird. Yeah. So doing it yep, right sure. after made sense. I loved it. It,
2: it did it. And I and I, it's it's not something that I thought of. I mean, I've seen you know I've seen other events do it, and I go, I, I really you know this needs to be you know integral part of the event, and uh, so that's, that was one of the things that happened. But
1: well, it's nice because so some people want to pack their trucks away after the racing's done, start preparing yeah, to leave. Yep. So it's nice, like oh my truck's still out here, it is. Yep. Let's take the picture. You know, I don't have to get it back out again. It, it worked really hey. well
2: exactly exactly it did it worked it worked out great because yeah you people are being smart about their packing you know they're like okay this truck is all done for the day let's go ahead and get it wrapped up covered up maybe they're taking the tires off whatever they're doing and if we do it right away then we get the pictures done it's all there we have the content and the people have the memory you know for for years to come at that point in time and uh so you you know it 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 worked out well i was i was pleased with how that part of it you know, worked and then you get a visual on just, you know, one, you know, you see it, you see it right there. But, but, uh, going back to where, you know, the, you know, after the driver's meeting, you know, we got into it, you know, we got to racing, we ran for a couple hours, um, you know, basically qualifying,
1: which was great. Lots.
2: Yeah. Yeah. We tried to tried to get a lot of, uh, runs in, you know, is, is is what the, is what the goal was. I mean, I wanted to get more in, but, you know, we had, um, you know, a little over a hundred trucks. And so, you know, if you're thinking, well, if they got, you know, how, you know, X amount of passes, I mean, it starts to add up real fast. You know, how many, how many passes, you know, you have out there, you know, going on the track. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, we got a, we got a lunch in and, uh, after lunch, you know, we ran with it again and we ran till about, uh, probably till about six o'clock. The goal was, to finish, you know, by lunchtime or by dinner time, And, you know, at that point in time, you know, it was, uh, you know, we talked to the guys as well about, you know, maybe going more, you know, what do we, you know, what do we want to do? And, and uh, you know, it was decided, I mean, there was a few people that wanted to run later and uh, but it was decided that, Hey, we were going to, you know, we we're going to stop here for the night. And, uh, you know, catch up on the paperwork and everything else. And, yeah. and, you know, let let some people repair their trucks that they need to repair. And, and um, Well, it made sense but, to me uh,
1: because, like, if you were to run again and that was your one qualifying time and you hadn't just – so we ran literally three on each side, and we got to take our best time from that. And that – I think that that's, that's cool because you literally – you had a, three chances to figure out each side – and try to get a quick lap. And I don't know. It, for me, that was like, man, I've never run this much at an event before. You know, I've been to them before where people are like, oh, my gosh, I've spent eight hours here and I've only run my truck for less than a minute, you know, Um it, because I yeah, do it, one it qualifying depends. on each yep. side, you know, and then if you get yep. knocked out the first round, you could be under a minute of drive time and be done.
2: Yeah, yep. At, at yours, we, we ran
1: a lot. So, yep. It felt, I felt like we got enough runs in that to get a qualifying out of those six times felt good to me, especially when I red lighted eight of them.
2: (laughs) Yeah, you got a little bit more chance.
1: Six, six six out of them.
2: I'd like to see, you know, as long as we have enough staff, I mean, it it, it would be nice to be able to let the guys come back, you know, maybe for an hour on Saturday night. You know, there's no guarantee. I just got to make sure there's enough staff to be able to do everything because, I can't stay up there the whole time because I have to go, you know, I have to do, we paperwork. have to make the brackets.
1: So you have, yep, to, your yep. cutoff has to be by 6 be PM. Point. Yep. Because yep. then you've got to make brackets, but if you want to let Put people up. run it and make more, you know, just do quick timed laps and just run off against each other for fun, little grudge matches, whatever. That's great. That's, great. that's more practice time. As long we're, as we're going we're to have enough the staff track. to do that. Yeah.
2: Yep. Yep. Hoping to have enough stuff, staff to do that to where, it's regulated, you know. We'll we'll literally open it to do it, and then you know we'll shut it down. But we'll Lord try knows to put it there I needed more
1: time on the uh, the, the timing <laughs> system. <laughs> so if a little, we had little had bit more, more time staff. on the tree. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> one more time on the tree. Now, right. so we did that. We did Saturday night, you know, and, and Saturday night was, uh, you know, you, you saw a lot of people. You know, they hung out, and uh, you know, they some of them. Had food that they had made, um, you know. Dan, Trish, and his wife had, yeah. had actually, oh man, they had some amazing uh,
1: sandwiches
2: that they had made. It similar to to what I'm used to here in the Chicago area. We have Italian beefs, and you yep. know they had uh, they, they had this uh, sliced uh, ribeye. Yep. It was real similar to that, and it was oh man, it was really good. So I mean, there were some people that you know did some different stuff. Some of the guys went and got some went and got pizza from across the way. Um, you know, but it was a, it was a hangout time and it was just lose time. And, uh, they, they, some guys took advantage and got a little bit of, a little bit of practice time in and, um, you know, hung out. And so that was, that was Saturday. And on Sunday we, you know, we started all over again. What, what basically starts the day is, is, um, the directors will have a meeting, you know, on, uh, on Sunday, but. People don't really notice that part of it. Usually when the day starts is is when they do the concourse awards and they'll do, you know, yeah. puller of the year racer of the year and, uh, you know, they'll do those awards and then, you know, we'll get back over and, and do our driver's meeting and then get back to it. And that's, that's what we did. So we, we started out over on that side on the pulling side and, you know, they got some of those awards and mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, a well, couple of Charlie of them
1: got a ton of awards. Driver of the year, they did. And
2: yeah, they did. Yeah, they had some Charlie beautiful Mosier. trucks too. They had some. Yep, yep. Beautiful. Charlie trucks. Mosier got racer of the year, and uh, he got racer of the year. Uh, he got the uh, uh, a best retro, I believe. He got um, uh, best uh, racing, and then Josh Zimmerman ended up with a. Uh, Actually he ended up with the best racing and then and then it was uh one of Charlie's trucks got a best engineered. So yeah.
0: Yep.
2: Yeah, and that's and that's what happened there. And and then Ivan uh, Ivan Perry <laughs> won uh, won one of the Tamiya raffle trucks um at that same part of that ceremony there yep. Sunday morning. I got the so, little Monster
1: Beetle thing.
2: Yeah, you yep, have the Monster Beetle trial or something yeah. like that. Um And Calder yeah. won uh,
1: the L M T. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll get we can get into that part after a little a little bit. We'll talk about well, that. That was a drawing
1: the, one, right? You got a drawing? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah we'll get, we'll we'll get into that um after a, just a little bit more. So we got we got into racing again. We started the eliminations and uh you know, we rolled through the program on that. We used the uh we use the program that that Freestyle RC uses, the Challenge program. And you know, so next year we'll definitely Put out the monitor for that, so that bracket can be followed live.
0: We, we can yeah. actually
2: send it out. We can send you a link through Messenger on Facebook. It's really cool. You can see the bracket all right there. You can look at it on your phone, and you, you can actually go to
1: Challenge C H A L L O N G E dot and just search N R C T P A, and it pulls up the tournaments.
2: Yeah, the tournaments there. Yep, yeah, you can watch yeah. the bracket live you know, you can see it happen. It'll, it'll change. It's all interactive. So it's, it's, it's a web-based, uh, you know, product and it, and it works great. Um, I was really happy, you know, with how that ran through and, you know, I need to bring, you know, more of the live factor there, uh, and put that out there. And so I says, you know, we got to we got to put a flat screen out here, you know, for this next yeah. year, so the guys can follow it. I mean, I had all the brackets on the table so that they could see it along with their qualifying, you know, results. But I'd like to be able to have them watch it live. Yep, um, as it eliminates
1: people and moves down. Yeah,
2: exactly, exactly. And then I think I'd like to do the same thing, you know, with the, with the qualifiers as well too, so they could see it, you know, because we could also mirror, you know, the image, you know, well, on it the helps laptop. you
1: know when, like, oh, I'm going to be up next, you know, like you can see.
2: It, it does, yep. go, yeah it's not just calling you out but you could physically look at it and yep. and go hey man do I have time to go pee or what you know <laughs>
1: <laughs> and if you have to pee it's just nerves don't bother it's just <laughs> once you're done you won't have to go anymore
2: <laughs> and luckily luckily our bathrooms are like literally there's right there's two there. of them there's one yep. in the there's,
1: middle and then there's one yep. between the two yeah on the side yep. i know
2: yeah. they're so they're so close and then for the people who are lucky you know we, we talked about you know you stand right in the hotel for the people who are lucky you go to your room have, you you literally walk out of your room and if you fall over you're going to hit your table you know where you're pitting i mean it's it's yeah. right there i mean it's 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 great you know there's there's really no other place you can go to have that kind of a convenience you know so if you're if you're lucky you get a room that you know is uh is really close to there but you could also get a, uh, a room on the second or third floor, and you're literally right there, yeah. too, and you can Overlooking. walk out and look over. Yep, yep,
1: yep. It's not far, and the stairs are right there to get up. It's.
2: They are. And I, they mean, are. I had a
1: room on the main floor right out to it, but I literally sat at my table and just hung up. I mean, you don't have to get to your room that much once you've uh, set up. No, You know. no, it's, no, no. It's it just... pretty
2: sweet. Back and, back and forth, you know, uh, through the day, you know, here and there, whatever it might be, but. Uh... Yep. But it's after we, uh, so going on the uh, rest of our deal. So we had, we had lunch and I think somewhere right in that time is when we, we jumped in, we, we kind of stopped and then we did the, uh, the raffle for the racing items. And, uh, this is where, you you know, Horizon stepped up, but it it was, it was, it was, it was axial, you know, it was, uh. It was, it was Losey, you know, it was a uh, ProLine had in there. There was a J Concepts item in there, Freestyle RT items in there, Spectrum, you know, item in there. And uh, so we had, you know, an LMT roller, an SMT-10, a DX5C uh, radio, uh, ProLine uh, demolishers for the LMT, it was a tire and wheel package pre-glued, and uh, like I said, these other, these other items from Freestyle RT and whatnot. And we had sold, you know, raffle tickets, you know, for it through the course of the weekend. And, um, which I, I got to thank Denise again oh, on yeah, that one. A raffle.
1: That's how we won it. That's right.
2: Yeah. She was, uh, she was, she was going around doing that. I mean, and, and you know, we made a lot of, of good money for the club that way. I mean, that, that helps us pay for our trophies, um, you know, table which are on really that side.
1: nice. The trophies are really cool.
2: The tro- I the tell you the trophies are really that, cool. Yeah. The, the, the plaques are neat, but you know, skip it over to what, to what we you know we're talking about we're talking about Losey, you know and and everything about the sponsors who gave us these items. What did you think about that, that Losey plaque? Is that amazing. First place, that number trophy. one. Yeah. I wish that their yeah. number
1: two and number three were a little bit closer to it, but smaller in size. Because I got a, a medallion for third place.
2: You got a medallion on. I the, have two yeah. of them.
1: But you guys did plaques even for third place and second place, Correct. which is nice. Correct.
2: Nice yep. Yep. Track. Everybody, everybody, everybody gets something. And, uh, you know, that, uh, you know, that medallion you got there, what's neat about that is, uh, Bari actually reworked the, uh, the NRCBTA logo for that. Uh, so we had uh, something to, the, to give the them.
1: Lightning behind yeah. And all that? yeah. He, he did,
2: he did a little bit of rework with that. And then I think they did something with it. And so, it was cool, too, that we, you know, we get these awards from, get these awards from Losey and, and we've got our logo on them, you know, and yep. and now the guy's got them. So, so Mike Messia, who won the LMT spec class. Okay. We'll just <sighs> say that ahead of time. Yeah. I throw that in there and dig on you a little bit. You know, Mikey uh, ended up with, with, with that, you know, not only did he end up with that really cool trophy, but he ended up with an LMT roller, thanks to them. Yeah. And. The smile on his face he was pretty yeah, happy, he, man.
1: That's a pretty sweet win right there it is that's like winning three hundred and fifty bucks four hundred bucks right there,
2: yeah, I think those the street price on those is three ninety nine you know yep. and and then if you had to get a shipped, so yeah that was a that was a, a a sweet deal, and we really gotta thank them for doing that but uh so we you know we got into to racing after lunch, we finished everything up and and it's, and you know, as I said, we, you know, after every class, you know, we got the pictures and everything and, uh, you know, we wrapped up, um, we had a little, uh, uh basically post event discussion, just a quick discussion, yeah. um, try to get a few ideas, whatever, you know, whatever else, always just trying to watch and monitor, you know, what's going on. And, and I'll be talking to, you know, people for how long, you know, post event, um, you know, and then back to pre-event again you know trying to you know get a handle on everything and, and, and just wanting to progress but we finished we finished all of that and you know pretty much you know it's time to wrap up and, and wrap up you know it's one thing for us to have to put it all down it's, it's we've got some time to do it but wrap up's got to go pretty quick yeah and uh i every single person there helped out Chip helped in. roll up carpet tear, yeah and it went all of a sudden that room was empty tables loaded and we were done you know yeah. we were done and, and then and that was it it was finally you know time to, to to breathe a sigh of relief and uh you know and just you know hang out and and, and whatnot and uh while well, the polling side was still you know was still going so we got a we got a nice end of the day without dragging people out and you know i was just grateful that everything worked out the way that it did and that people were you know that people were happy and, and they had had a good time yeah um you know that was the you know that was the 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 fun part about it you know it's just that people had a good time we we you know we had a good event and uh you know these guys were able to run all these different classes and I, I think you would ask me originally uh because we, we kind of went through the uh the whole run through of what we did but you were asking about classes a little bit and I can do a run through on that if you'd like.
1: Yeah. Why don't you um, uh, let us know a little bit about what type of different trucks are there?
2: Sure. Sure. We'll start, we'll kind of start, you know, right at the, at the bottom, you know, the slowest stuff first and, you know, Uh we'll we'll progress, you know, from that point. Um, We run two stages of of retro there. Uh, You know, we have a stage one class, which was, you know the retro class was was designed, you know, by a member, you know, of the NRCPTA, you know, years ago. was It was it was his baby. He got it going, and um, you know, it started out springs of uh, 04 is, is when it started out, and then you know by the by the world's event, you know, growing a little bit more, and it was a uh, it was an awesome concept, you know, to uh, to build, you know, replica trucks uh, of these, you know, original monster trucks and to go out there, you know, and and, and to run a course maybe something different than what the actual racing trucks do. And uh so that's kind of the the spirit of what the stage one class is, you know, with mm-hmm. the the forty five turn motors, you know, just a two S motor and uh, you know, basic archaic suspensions and, and, and you know, cool looking replica bodies and everything else. And then then you move on to stage two. And uh stage two, you know, pretty much, you know, what happened there was is our, our trucks were slower, and Tourer uh, King started up, and they did something more based off of a stock plot. And so at that point in time, you know, they were running, you know, stock by 40 motors, you know, 2S, light bulb, and uh, so the trucks were faster. So it was pretty well adapted that, you know, just as, just as monster trucks progressed, you know through, through the, you know, through the stages, that, you know, our RC trucks also, you know, are along these same lines. So the stage two glasses out there, also, you know, archaic suspension. Uh, we do allow the use of a, a body that's themed uh, from that era, okay, and body, mm-hmm. you know, from that era. Uh, you can have your own, you know, made-up identity, faux identity, or you can replicate a truck, you know, you replicate a truck. And, uh, you know, those trucks are, you know, based off of the uh, either the 27-turn Axial Motor uh, or the J uh, the Concepts uh twenty seven turn motor that's out there yep. out Sounds there now too. Yep. Um, you know, so and that's you know, and that's what's there, but you gotta, you know, use the tires, you know, that follow, you know, the era as well. And J Concepts has a, a slew of selections, you know, in that area. So Fire
1: gold it, years, yeah. It,
2: yep, yep. And the bodies too. I mean it's I mean oh, those yeah, guys bodies, came out tons and, of bodies. I mean we're so lucky that, you know, they came into the scene and and uh, you know and, and you know have helped us out there. So all right, so stage one, stage two. And then you move, into, you move into Sport Mod. And Sport Mod was also something that was born out of the InterCPGA. And, uh, you know, they wanted a slower class, you know. And and uh, so at the time they decided, okay, um, hey, you know, at the time we were using six cell batteries. So six cell battery max, you know, 17 turn motor, okay. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was just supposed to be at the time, you know, they were all based off a of clock. And you know it's supposed to be thirteen tooth pinion, you know, and, and it was really, it was limited to an extent, but it was still, you know, fairly close to a regular race truck. It's you're using a different chassis, and and uh, you know, I mean, yeah, you can go go pretty hot on your batteries, and guys used to really push those batteries back in the day, and you know now, you know now it's a little bit different because you know we've got lipos, and and uh, you know we've got all that power, you know right away, you know the lipos right. just don't have the internal resistance that you know, those nickel metal hydride batteries had. So we got, we got SportMod and mod now includes uh, the SMT10 in it. Um, you know, the uh, Michigan guys really concentrated hard on, okay, how can we let the SMT10 run with the clod, you know, with these motors and everything else. And, you know, they came up with a package, you know, that we basically mimicked. We worked with them on that to say, okay, here's, you know, here's what we can do to keep these trucks competitive and they go back and forth. You're able to see that, that, you know, there's a nice mix between the clots and the SMT 10 in that area. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, Russ proves right there, you know, how good, you know, that those can be. Um, we bump up and we go to pro Mod from there. And uh, you know, now pretty much you're, you're looking at uh, you're looking at anything, any, any, you know, solid axle, you know, combination for the most part that's, you know, within that, that, uh, you know, clod size wheel and, uh, you know, fits, you know, all the, you know, all the different rules that go with that. And the, uh, the, the, the pro ProMod class is pretty well the same as it is anywhere for the most part. Um, you know, everybody's pretty much running the, the same deal and, and, uh, you see a lot of, you know, a couple of different tire manufacturers there, you know, that, that are, are running obviously a lot of J Concepts. And uh so ProMod, that was our biggest class. Um we had just under fifty trucks in that class at at, at that point in time for that event. And then uh after that we ran uh Ultraman. and
0: uh I like that class.
2: Is a, it's yeah, it's a new class. Um I know it's gonna grow more. It's it's done real well. You know, the DeFalcos have, have got
0: it's a scale pretty heavy
2: interest up there. It's 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 a, it's a scale class, you know. It's not for it's not for everybody, you know. No. It, it really isn't. I mean, but it's it the, the cool factor is there of you know seeing a, a you know it's a it's just a drive shaft class. That's it, and um, you know the 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 whole deal is is to try to build a truck that just you know that just looks
1: you know lumbers. Looks now, it lumbers its way around because they're so nine yeah, pounds, right? They got to be nine it, pounds. It,
2: it, yeah, it's it's a minimum of nine pounds is. is is what that comes down to, and, and um, so if you have an LMT
1: with a cage on it, you don't have to add much more weight. You just have to lower your motor speed, and you'd be there, right? Because it's a cage.
2: Well, to, to to an extent, to an extent, a stock LMT is not actually allowed in that class. Um, it it isn't it, the way the cage is on the LMT. Now, if there was something that that um you know was built with a with a TV, you know TVP chassis a twin vertical plate chassis that was completely along the lines, you know, with a full roll cage and, in basically a chassis that extends, you know, the length of the truck. Uh, at that point in time, yeah, you could, you could use an L you know, axles, trans, whatever. I mean, that part of it's fine, but a, a stock L that's right. Yeah,
1: you're right. You're right. Yep.
2: Yep. It's, it's not, that doesn't actually, you know, fit the class. And that was, that was talked about um, between the different groups. And I'll, I'll get into that. I hear more. He asked me that earlier. Uh, I like, but the, it was,
1: I like the stock LMT with the, the cage on it. I wish more bodies would be made to fit the cage. I know that everybody's removing the cage because it makes it lighter, but it looks more realistic in the handling of that truck when it has that heavy weight up top to make the suspension yeah, it, work.
2: It, 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 it's definitely a cool truck out of the box. I mean, it's, it's, it's something to how well the truck works out yeah. there with what we're doing it in, in the stock form that it comes in. It really is. I mean, it's the, it's the closest thing, you know, we've ever, you know, we've ever had out of the box, yep. you know, it, it, it really is. And, and yeah, there's a lot of, you know, there's a, you know, going well, back racing to the always
1: gets it down to like make it lighter, make it whatever. So you start oh, yeah. to like delete the cage. Well, it's like, well, if there was a real driver, that's not safe. You got to have a cage, you know, like, so we do all these stupid things to go faster and like completely change what it is, but I get it. I mean, it's, there's well, not real is, people. There's not people in them, so it don't matter. This,
2: this is this is where that, you know, this is where that is at, you know, to, yep. to try and, and, you know, to try and get more of that scale factor, the cool factor into it. And yep. like I said, it's not for everybody, but, you know, when I look at all these different classes, you know what's good is is a lot of people want to hit most of the classes, but they don't have to hit every class because right. that gives them a break, maybe to work on trucks, to get you know to to yeah. do something else or whatever it might be. So this this class is building. Um, I, I think it's you're going to see you know more of you know more of it out there. Uh, and they're going
1: really scale with them, like when Zimmerman did his. Um gravedigger he even did it to look like it the chassis design and his his overkill uh was totally yeah overkill old one he's got an over pink and yeah yeah, he's he's got an older overkill
2: and he has yep yep and he has a uh the older a barefoot truck which he you know has done an amount with and And those are super scaled
1: out yeah yeah
2: yeah they're 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 cool looking trucks and and uh hoping to see more of them you know on our end of it i mean like I said, I know the East Coast to the Falcos, There's there's quite a few of them, you know, in there. And, and uh, ZRD the wouldn't take you
1: know. much to put in there if you have a ZRD nope. chassis. Wouldn't take much to get it in there.
2: No, nope. nope. there's a lot of yeah. yeah, There's a lot of lot of trucks out there, but yeah, it's a it's a minimum of nine pounds. Um, you know, weight is, is what you got to have to run the class.
1: SMT10 with uh, a bunch of brass on it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah you gotta the, you know the shocks have to be moved out they're they're supposed to be a stand up yeah, design the axles so yep. yep you got it you got to do some work to an smt but and an they're eight shocks right too
1: or whatever the truck ran if it is a scale truck
2: the the way the rules went this is kind of a this was something that because this was this class i just i put the rules together based on what Barry wanted and what Josh wanted. It was Barry's idea originally, and then Josh heard about it, and Josh was like, "Hmm, you know, this is cool, but nobody had done nothing with it." And when we were looking to add, you know, something else into there. You know, I started to roll with it and go back and forth with them. And what was decided was is that if you're going to build a replica truck, you can run four shocks on it, but it has to be a replica. Otherwise, it it's two shocks per wheel, so it's eight shocks. So that's that's what it came down to, and we'll we'll see how that balances, you know, in the future. But it was a it was a uh, it was a way to build a replica truck because obviously, you know, we want to see, you know, the yeah. replica trucks out just there. like you know, the retro can,
1: class, right? Well, but you have different stages of it. What I like about yeah. the the pro mod is like you can do a ton. There's a lot that you can do. Oh yeah, to have like just go race all, all raced out, you know, from the yep the uh, the rapid X, which is like super low slung and you know weight low and just trying to go fast, to the retro, yeah, which is like go me, slow. We're, we're limiting it. You're gonna go slow, but you can <laughs> still kind of make it go slow fast if you know depending on within the rules, trying to you know trim yep. it up. Yep, racers yep, are, it just... racers are gonna be racers. They're gonna try and find ways to go fast in whatever class the fastest they can go in the class that they're in, and it's just exactly. it's just fun that you have a lot of options
2: there is there's a ton of options and you know we still have the two more classes you know and you have that 2.2 you have the 2.2 drive shaft yeah which is which is a pretty pretty popular class and once again we're lucky you know j concept stepped up once again with uh you know more options you know on the two twos, and uh you know it has to be a it has to be a uh two two inner outer you know on the truck Mm -hmm. um just like, just like the other classes, you know, they have to be, you know, they're, they're clod based with two six in or outer, you know, on them. Right. And, uh, so we're, we're lucky. And yeah, that, the drive shaft class is a pretty popular class, with you know. And that one is only 2.2 2.
1: 2 is only driveshaft. It's not clod. Yes.
2: Nope. Nope. It is not clod. There's no motor on axle. It's only, it's only, uh, a, uh, a driveshaft class with a centrally located transmission in it. And, um. Then we round out with LMT spec, you know, and LMT spec is, is really pretty tight. We, uh, we followed what Cox brothers did at Showtime group. And, um, we went with mm-hmm. strictly the, uh, pretty much the ready to run version. You know, it's, you got to run the stock tires and wheels. You can put on any body you want. If you want to eliminate the cage, go ahead and eliminate the cage. But, uh, I don't like you the cage
1: delete, but I'm okay with it. Whatever.
2: Yeah. It's we had to give them a little had to him a little bit, but That's a big difference.
1: A, that is bigger than changing a ton of things on the truck to delete the cage,
2: in my opinion. Yeah. And our, our our hiccup with that is then there's only so many identities that are available at that point in time. As far as bodies you know, go, you, right. As far yeah. as bodies go, yeah. 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 But and then you know, it was uh it's the motor that came with the ready to run, it's the speed controller that came with the ready to run. Yep. And uh, if you if you want to run two us, you can run you know two if You want to run three us, you can run three us. It's up to you. But you you know as well as I do that you know these are hard is, to come by. You no, know, yep, yep. And it's tough because yep. so, you don't uh, want to have
1: a bunch of grave diggers and son of a diggers running. Against each other.
2: <laughs> no, I would like there to be a little bit a little yeah. bit of a mix, you know, out there. And but it's and a bummer I- for
1: me. Like I think that the cage aspect of the LMT is what makes it so. And, you know, so I just got that new Axial SCX-6 um, crawler. It's big. It's six-scale crawler. Huge. It's huge. It's huge. It's freaking huge. Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, well, if you get rid of all this stuff, I'm like, what makes it realistic, it looks so real when you drive it. Like, when you you literally watch how it slides down things and and how it handles, like, is because it has weight up top. Like, there's no truck that just runs a flimsy Lexan body on it. There's there's other weights that are are up there that we've deleted in an RC car. But when you, you know, they put the cage in it, they did other things, and there's a little bit of weight up top on it. And so it looks realistic, and everyone's like, oh, is it too top-heavy? I'm like, well, if you want to be in a comp class, yes. If you want to be realistic, no. And, yeah. and that's how I feel about the monster truck stuff. It's like, you know, the LMT, It I've never seen a truck look so realistic as a stock LMT, grave digger, son of a digger. Just the way that the suspension works and the body works and it leans and it does everything is realistic because there's realistic weight up top. And we try to delete that for the racing purposes, but the real guys have to... Deal with those realistic shifts of weight up top when they're in that truck, um. You know, I don't know. So that's for me the the one thing that's like, ugh, if it's stock, it should have the cage on it. It comes with the cage, even the roller does. Um, the RTR comes with the cage. So to delete that's more more sickening than changing a servo or changing the tires to me than you know Proline whatever. Like to me, it's items- like.
2: They're not. Of, they're not set in stone you know right. it's just it's you got to roll with something and, and you take it from there and right and you listen to the, you listen to the feedback from you know from the racers and from people and and you know you see you know what you know what do they have to say about it and you yeah. know and go from there i mean i but until I roll, you have more
1: bodies you're kind of stuck it's you're between a rock and a yep. hard place right yep. like you don't want to yep. have uh, you know a 20, class, 20 car class of grave diggers and, and uh, son of a diggers. No, no, it gets, it gets lame.
2: Yep, yep, right. it gets to be a little bit too much at that, at so, that point. And, and,
1: and it's so early on, it just came out, you know. Yep. So it, it's one of those classes that I like that there's a stock class Um, overall. Like, you know, that because we, we, so when we did it in the No Limit, there were people running 4S with like hobby wing systems. It was running a cage, but they could change, put in whatever motor they wanted because they bought the RTR or the, the kit or the roller and they weren't forced to put in the stock system. And that to me is more egregious than deleting the cage. So as far as the stock well. spec class goes, so, you, you know, it's it's however you, you turn it, there's going to be room for class discretion
2: <laughs> oh sure right. sure and it just got to get that just got to get that balance but they were you know, all close balance-
1: even i yeah, mean because yeah. charlie was running stock i think he had a cage on his and mikey didn't but it was so close that i mean it was a red light that, that actually hurt charlie because he exactly, was running yeah. fast with his truck
2: yeah and it was it was the red light that it hurt i mean you know we were they're kind of making some jokes with you, and then Charlie comes out and red lights. I know, like, right? Oh, in the no. finals,
1: first or second, <laughs> and Charlie red lights when it matters the most. So he actually still keeps the crown. I, I'm going to say it. Charlie keeps the crown.
2: <laughs> yeah. What are you going to no. do at that point right. in time? What are you going to do? But It's it, fun uh, to have
1: a class like that. That's all I'm going to say is that there's a fast, ready-to-run is amazing.
2: Yep. And, and, out of the box and that, yep. that, that leads into the, you know, to that other subject where, you know, we were talking about, um, cause not many people have, have run it and, you know, and I, I, you know, talk with the Cox brothers about it and, and, you know, seeing where they were at, I had some people that, you know, that ran with them and I'm like, okay, you know, we're going to go ahead and roll with this set of rules. You know, I mean, I, I, that's the, you know, the people on the board, you know, we put it up, we voted on it and, and, you know, we left it at that. And, uh, yeah. so like I said, it, it might need to be revisited. I'm yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not, you know, nothing that's set in stone. You got to see, you know, what happens, but we have really. So here's um, here's the
1: thing. Like I couldn't run two of my trucks that I normally run in it. Cause so I had metal axles that were like trial because when I normally run in those trucks, I run them just to have fun with them and bash on them, whatever. And so I added weight, and I couldn't run them, even though I didn't change anything about the way that the the diffs work or, or anything in the axles work. Sure. I added weight, and people that removed weight could run to run a Cageless. And that's weird. Like, they could change their servo. They could change all these things. But to change and put heavier axles on that were just more durable but don't actually change anything about the way the car turns or does anything, it gets deleted from being able to run. So I, I, have, I have four um, LMTs, but only one of mine is considered box stock, even though I run a cage in all of mine, stock servo, stock electronics, stock. But I put stronger axles because the stock axles break. So that's to me like one of those rules. It's like, eh, is that better? Like it doesn't make it drive faster. It's actually heavier and slower. Than the cageless trucks. So that'd be just one thing to look at.
2: Oh, it's, it's a, everything, everything is, is up, you know, for discussion, you know, between, you know, between events, especially, especially when you're at this time of year where you're looking at your rules for, you know, the following year, you know, you're trying to see where your package is at. And it, it was what I was starting to get to before it was what you had asked about of, you know, it's our groups, you know, working together and, and, and we're working together more than you know we ever have you know because one of the one of the areas you know where we lack is is uh so many groups are just you know run individually yeah and this is if true you can yeah if you if you if you could work together and, and your truck is the same you know like you know say it's the same to go to a showtime race say it's the same to go uh uh say it's the same to go to um you know, up up in Wisconsin, go to a freestyle event or the dungeon, or you know, or to go out to you know the the, um, the East Coast or the West Coast. I mean, yep. if you have some similarity here, yep. and you know, guys don't have to change everything around. I mean, one of the, one of the more notable areas was the you know the, the retro classes, and, and oh, that man. has gotten closer. <laughs> yeah, that the retro
1: is getting insane. For what was a fun class of like eliminating <laughs> like. The yep. go fast guys could mess up yep. and like that truck, that class is now under scrutiny more than any I've seen. Oh,
2: it is. It is. It is. Go, go ask Marlon and see what he says. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it, man. Oh my and and it just, it's, it, it, it's gotten, it, it, it got the fact that, that, that way. A stock, and it's rough.
1: Stock Tamiya motors don't even consider in the stock class of retro is crazy.
2: Yeah. There's, and there's, but you know, and, and there's, there's reasons that, you know, that yep. go all into that. I mean, you could you can if the guy knows what he's doing he can find motors that look just like the stock motors but have different lines in them and next thing you know you got somebody that can run fast or you know they sandbag but at the right time you know they can go out there and and you know do what they want to do with it and you think oh nobody's going to do that
0: that
2: happens if there's if there's a way to embellish somewhere there's a way to embellish and you know the the reason of going to go into the axial you know twenty seven turn motors was if you peel the label off them they're marked yep. you know they're marked and really if you if you dynoed them you know they were you know one of the fastest you know motors now you know J Concepts has got their motor out now and and uh, you know, so that yep that option that option is there you know they followed you know all the rules uh, you know of you know a motor like that it's just it just had yep. bushings in it it's a seal end ball assembly. And uh, so, I, I mean, at that point, you know, it's it's another it's another option, you know. Right. That's out and there. At that point, it's and like
1: it, it comes down to the race director making it so. Like, is faster actually make the retro better, or do you keep it so tight that it doesn't well, matter on speed? Right. So,
2: I, I, I think it. I think it matters to an extent, but the the bottom line is, is it's still a twenty seven turn motor, you know, that's in the truck. I mean, right. If a guy wants to bump a pinion up you know okay but you can so so here's the
1: thing is when we bump pinions up at at some of our races it didn't matter because they kept everything so tight that the trucks that had the the faster acceleration versus the the higher top speed you know retro is one of those where it, it can hurt you or it can benefit you depending on the day of the week and the setup of the track if it's got long straightaways like when I went to the RC Madness one in Connecticut, that was the longest straightaway retro track I've ever been on that didn't have anything that would upset the truck or potentially roll the truck over. Uh, because that was the game changer in retro, right? Just like the mud pits and the the log sacks, and you could get jacked up. Like even on yours, oh. you could you could jump over the line easily because those those jumps will mess you up. So
2: they, they will. Yeah. The jump submets you up real fast, you know, and it's it just, all about having that on,
1: factor. Yeah.
2: Yep. It just depends on how you hit it. It, it also depends on, you know, their spacing, you know, where they're at. I mean, how much stuff you put out there. Yep. So, you know, I mean, you can it, change it's to, it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. You can change things around, you know, real fast and it, it, everybody has a, a different way of, you know, of doing it, and you don't want to do it the same way all the time. Nope. Um, you gotta, you gotta have some. And that's where you tweak your trucks at
1: it. night if you need to, if you want to make a change, <laughs> you, and you want to lower your pinions. Yep. Yeah, that's where racing yep. becomes Whatever. racing, right?
2: Yep, that's exactly that's exactly what it comes down. When we raced
1: BMX, it was like, oh my gosh, we got to this track. I can't run a forty-four tooth um, gear anymore because this track really needs a forty-two. <laughs> because there's no long straightaways that that 44 benefits me. And so, I mean, it's racing is racing wherever you go and you've got to make adjustments and within the rules, of course, but.
2: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Within the rules. And that's, and that's where, you know, the groups have have been trying to, you know, work together. And, and, um, and I'm, I'm happy about that, that you know, the guys are in, in uh, constant communication, you know, with each other. I mean, Somebody builds a truck, and then there's a question of going, "Hey, it's a truck legal," yeah. and and now the groups have an open line of communication, you know, to where they can say, you know, they can all chime in on something and go, "Well, I I don't know about that," or "Yeah, I don't have a problem with it," and um, and it
1: fits across all our groups.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and so, yeah, and that's where that's where we need to be, and and that's where some of you know the different parts of the hobby have accelerated because they've had a universal set of rules. And they have been able to uh, grow faster because the rules are the same all the way through and through. Yeah. And you know, it, it's an area where. Well, I like um, that
1: a lot. That that lacked. it's becoming closer between the groups. Um, so I know I, I I had to switch a bunch of motors on my retros from the stock clods over to twenty seven turn, but those twenty seven turns work in all of the groups. So the ones that I was running worked in the group I ran in, which was whatever fine for whenever I ran it, but the axial one just made it so that all of the groups were okay with it, which is nice now. So I'm, I'm kind of legal in a mu- in a bunch, which is good. So, yes, yes, yeah. And it
2: just, it's, it's, uh, you know, you try to look at the big picture of how many, you know, how many people are allowing this, how many people are yep. allowing that. And, 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 you know, cause for a guy to have to go in, you know, in your situation where you change motors for a game, uh, you know, we we don't, we just don't want that to be part of, you know, your operation because it's hard enough to go to an event to get everything ready. Yeah. Well, that's why I chose the
1: axial ones because I could use it in almost any group.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yep. We're glad glad those are out there and, and, uh, you know, they have worked, they have worked well for us and, and, uh, the motors have worked real good in the trucks too. So I don't, I don't really see that that switching and I the think. other groups aren't Everybody. aren't
1: motor specific they're just like well pro mod whatever battery specific but um you know ultra mod's got its rules 2.2 whatever and those are very general it's not like name brand specific like the retro is but yeah um, so yep. it makes the, the it retro
2: easy. Yep. The retro is, is a little bit more specific in certain areas. I mean, if you run stage one, it's, it's only the RC four wheel drive 45 turn CLN ball motor. I mean, that's it. Yep. And, uh, there's nothing performance about that at all. No. You, know, no, no, no,
1: not, you know, there's not,
2: you know, there's, <laughs> there's nothing. Yeah. It, it's slow, but that's not, you know, what it's all about. Yep. Um, you know, it was, it was supposed to be more for, you know the scale end of it that's what the spirit of the class was I mean when it started uh, you know the way the designer had' intended it to be it was they literally ran um, you either ran a 27 turn uh, you know silver can motor you know to me a motor or you could run you know like uh, uh, the Kyosho mag mayhem or whatever which wasn't a very fast motor either mm. it was it was it was pretty basic and you were running a four cell nickel or nickel metal hydride now right. of course it was a nickel metal hydride <laughs> and that's that's slow and then you better
1: be topped off <laughs> <laughs>
2: well it got it got to the point where you know lipos had come out and and you know the batteries that were out there weren't that great and you're having people you know we had to peak our batteries right before we ran and you know there's people dumping in twice the amps are supposed to and you know, yes. there's the so and so blew it. You know, it's blowing a cap off. You know, one side of their cell and things like that because they're they're just punching the heck out of them to try to get that last little bit out of it. And now with the lipos, people you know, want to I mean, win, man. It's... Oh yeah, they want to win. Do what they got to do to you know do what yeah. they got to do. So it's competitive. It's competitive yeah. nature.
1: Yep. So it's fun. Yeah. Well, this has oh, been awesome, man. I, you know, I, all I'm going to end with is, you know, I, I said this stuff about the LMT, but. I, it didn't matter to me. I had a blast running my LMT there. Um, that class is still to me like what spec, what's not, but um, absolute blast. I think you guys did a great job handling it. I think that the way that the qualifying ran was awesome. I like that I had more than just one shot per side. Um, we I felt like we got to feel what the track was like. And so like, it wasn't just, oh, you get one try at it, and oh, I sucked at it because I didn't know what I was doing. We had three tries to figure it out, and if our first try, our very first try figuring it out was our fastest, we still got a good time. But um, I felt like the racing, the racing went fast, considerably fast, and I felt like, I mean, I got to talk to everybody that was there pretty much, I think, um, on the monster truck side of it. And so I felt like overall, I had an awesome time being there and I had a blast. So, uh, you know, funny enough, I I, I talk about rules and talk about things, but I'm not actually there to to win anything. I'm not super competitive as far as my nature goes in general. So um, it's funny that I get into some of those talk. It's just the idea of talking about things that gets me thinking through I'm more competitive about just talking about rules or whatever than I am actually about racing and doing it. But, uh, yeah, you guys did awesome. I I had one of the most fun times I've ever had an RC event there. So, you know, hats off to you guys for that.
2: I, I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming out. And, uh, you know, on your end of it, you know, you came out, you were somebody new and, and, uh, you know, you looked into things ahead of time and, and we always, you always want to tell somebody, hey, if you're going somewhere new, go, go check it out, you know, yeah. go check it out. Look at their rules, Look at their rules. you know, see what the rule packages are. Try to get a feel for, you know, what's going on. I mean, if somebody wants to contact me, you know, through, you know, through, uh, you know, Facebook or something like that, you know, whatever. I mean, however, I mean, if you want to get a hold of somebody else and, and ask them, however it works. If you want to find something out about the event, you know, look into it and investigate it a little bit before you go. And, uh, you know, that way you can see, you know, is it it for you? Uh, What I will say, Mike, I got to, you know, I got to throw a huge thank you out there to you for doing a video. You know, and, and, you know, one of the guys said it, I think Stephen Hopkins put it out there. He said it and he says, man, he goes, you make what we do look so much cooler than it is. you know you did a great job at that you know you you threw a video out there right away um, about the event and you know we we all appreciate that you know i mean that's that's great because uh, well that's what
1: got me into the hobby like i said more than competition or anything else i'm there like i actually didn't compete in 2.2 i could have thrown i have 2.2s whatever but i've learned that if i compete in everything i have no fun during the weekend because i'm either racing or working the whole time. Yeah, you can't do everything. So I can't do everything. everything. So So I said, you know, I'm not going to do this class. I'm not going to do that class. It'll give me three breaks, you know, through the weekend. Uh, I'm filming other people doing it. In fact, I've still got, I'm going to put together race videos for the different classes, which is why I have the challenge thing pulled up. um, (laughs) So I know who I try to at least get the like last four to five races per class. So I could just do like a, you know, you know, here's the, the the last couple races per class to the winner, um, and so I should have those. I think for every class that I'm working on still, but yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, there's more videos coming. I did like a highlight reel of the whole event. Um. And yeah, it went was- longer than most people might like, but I wanted to make sure everybody that was there, and if I had footage of their truck, it was in the video. So.
2: Nah, it was. There's, I mean, our, uh, you know, the polling side of the club, you know, they saw it as well. And, you know, people were just, they're blown away. Like, wow, what a, what an awesome promotional video. So it's, it's really appreciated. You come in, you put your touch on it. And um, it just, it it helps preserve the memory of that event, you know, forever, as long as it's out there. And um, it'll help you know, other people, you know, come into it and get an idea, you know, of, well, what's, you know, what's really going on because we're, we're all new to something at one point in time and, and you're always, you know, you're always learning something, you're always finding different experiences and this is just another way that somebody can find out about our small corner or the hobby and what we got going on. Whether you're, you know, whether you, you're just getting in RC truck and tractor pulling or you're getting in, you know, to the to the uh, solid axle yeah. world. You know, you can you can you know work off of that. We um, throw one other quick shout out on on this same end of it to where Stephen Hopkins came oh, out man. and yeah. um, awesome he got pictures. some great shots as well. Yeah, yeah, and he's a hell of a racer too. At the same time, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, he he got high up on the numbers as well, but he got some great pictures. And Stephen has a, a, a knack um, on. He's got an act for it. He's, he's he's real good with his his photography, um, and and can get the shots. You know, yep. and he's got a artistic eye. You know, as well. It's not just a shot. You know, there's more to it. Yeah. And uh, but throw a shout out to him because he got his images out there as well. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, and I'm I, I'm a photographer
1: as well, and so I see his stuff and it's awesome. It's hard to do both because you can't be. Oh, I'm gonna stop and take a picture here. So once I decide to do video for YouTube stuff and whatever, it kills me because I wish I could be taking photos of stuff along the way as well, but you can only do one or the other. So
2: yeah, and, yeah, and that's, and that's right. And, and, uh, the bummer. you know, the, the more you <laughs> multitask, the yeah. worse, the worse. I <laughs> will say though, though that you media. guys,
1: uh, Ivan Perry and them, I posted a video to TikTok while I was there and it has over like, I think it has like two hundred thousand views on it now on TikTok of the event. Uh, really? Of him I did, that I didn't see yet. Yeah, yeah I that couldn't I believe it. I, I didn't have. I I hate TikTok, and so that's what's ironic about it. Is I started doing it just before the event, and I posted that, and I went from like zero followers on TikTok to over a thousand followers, and that video has like. One hundred eighty-five. Last I looked, it was like one hundred eighty-five thousand views. I'm like, you got to be kidding me.
2: <laughs> hey, what were you? What were you saying? Get to about Ivan.
1: He was. He was the one racing. There was two people. I just happened okay. to take. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna take an upright video because I, as a video person, everything's landscape. But for TikTok and Facebook now and Instagram, everybody wants everything upright. And okay. so for video okay. for watching on your phone, which for for. RC cars sucks because you're going left to right and sort of try and keep them in the the little thing yeah. frame. Is you got to how do you keep it in like, your view at that? Hey, point look at all the all the stuff above the the RC car. And, you know, like there's all this wasted space. Anyway, so yeah, so I did I did a few. I think I did four upgrade videos while I was there the whole time, and one of them that I took and posted got 185 thousand 000- views. <laughs> Was, wow! I'm like, what? Wow! Now I need to go on and,
2: and find that. So yeah, I, I, I step up and say something about Ivan. How, how about his sense of humor with the space balls, the monster truck? Oh my gosh, that was truck.
1: awesome! I love space balls. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> that's a combination. Yeah, would have a on combination his from, Yeah, you, you keep know, going a, and going. You know, that's a that's a combination. Yeah, I mean, uh,
2: I mean, just. Just, oh, just gosh. there's so many stupid lines to the movie, you know, like comb the desert, you know, and, yep. and the next shot they show, they're out there. <laughs> they with the comb, got a big comb, comb, comb like a pig.
1: <laughs> yeah. Everybody, oh, yeah. my it's, RV, they they call me Lone Star for driving that big old Winnebago old school RV I have.
2: <laughs> which rolls right yeah. along with that. Yeah. The the jokes uh, and the humor from that movie, but, but Ivan goes out there and, and builds the
1: truck balls.
2: And, and the monster truck. And, 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 and it was just the the parts of that movie, and it fell right in with it. And uh, you know, I mean, he's, he's, he's a quiet guy. He's yeah. a quiet guy, but he just the the stuff that he puts out. It just you gotta just well, keeps you laughing. He has keeps really
1: good looking trucks. I tell you what, they all look really good.
2: Yeah, he yeah. he uh, he's actually you know fairly new you know with our group, and so he came out with two or three trucks, and then look at a collection of trucks he's got now. Yeah. So, and yeah, I've seen he, him on Facebook yeah. too.
1: That's where I first saw him. Especially the yeah. um, what's the rock one? Uh, well, I have my blanket on the name?
2: Well, it's is one that stuck the out the most. The uh, mm, um, cover. You mean
1: the, you mean the Ed, Eddie Van Halen? And
2: guitar?
0: the Van Halen!
1: My goodness, yes, Van Halen. <laughs> I've seen. Yep. I'm thinking of every guitarist except for Van Halen, but his Van Halen <laughs> <laughs> one is amazing. Yeah.
2: Yeah, if it, it, you just look at and you look at it, and you go through its stuff, and you go to yourself, yeah, I'm from that era, I know what all that means. It's super <laughs> clean, a, right? It's yeah, super you take a younger kid, they're not going to know, but we know what it is. Yep. We know what it is. There's a yeah. lot of good
1: trucks. Cam brought a lot of good yep. trucks. Yeah. Um, you know, both Mikey and Russ's were awesome. Um, oh, yeah. Thundercats one is probably one of my favorites that CC was running. Yeah. Um, you know, this, uh, yep. Charles, uh, Charlie had the, um, probably my favorite, uh, my favorite is Saigon shaker. I don't know why. Yeah.
2: He did a great job with that. Super truck. Super amazing. He, he, yep. Yep. He had A lot of, a lot of creativity, you know, to make the body up, you know, like the real truck and, yep. and, uh, you know, Barry, you know, being able to, you know, print stuff up and, you know, work with these guys and, yep. you know, put together these different designs and, and, uh, you, you know, have that awesome some-
1: USA one too. That thing's a showstopper. That yeah, stage it's a, one.
2: It, it's yeah, it's an old it's an old truck. Um it's been around since old 4 I mean same body and everything, and I'd like to, you know, do more with it. And uh oh well, it's just it's one of those things. It's it's too bad it didn't move all weekend along with all my other stuff, but that yeah that's a whole other story. <laughs>
1: yeah, that is a story. I I didn't even mention that. You were so busy race directing, you didn't even get to run.
2: Yeah, but it's what it came down to. I mean, if, if I would have walked away, it it would have, it would have suffered and we would have dragged out. And then, and and you know, the promise and the goal was is to be done at these different times and and to roll with it. And if I, you go away from the table, you know, then then the program is going to suffer at that point. So it is what it is. You know, I mean, that's, that just, that's just how it goes. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, I like running my retro trucks, uh, they're my favorite, um, you know. It, it's it's my favorite yeah, class. It, it, yeah, it's one of my favorite classes, just because I, I I love the old equipment. Yeah, and uh, so the TQ you know,
1: for uh, the uh, stage two was a highlight for me. That was definitely. Yeah, a highlight. you got
2: a TQ for stage two, and technically right. you got this TQ for stage one as well.
1: Well, technically, so, yeah. Oh wow, okay.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. You got them for you got for both of them. That. You know. Yep, you got them for both classes. They're 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 out there, and and then I rolled it. I sit,
1: <laughs> Then <laughs> I rolled it.
2: Well, what are you going to do? But it st- happened.
1: Luckily, it still wasn't in, in the position where it could be for third. Yeah. So I did take third with it, but I rolled it in that race yeah. against CeCe for, to get into the finals. It, oh well, you that's what, you what racing is. That's what I love about retro, yep. though, is that ability to roll a truck that you wouldn't think you'd roll, and you hit one of those jumps just wrong, and... It's the equalizer. That's what I always say about retro. There's an equalizer in it that doesn't seem to be in the other classes, and I love it.
2: Yep, you just don't know what's going to happen. You got to hit everything a certain way, and then you do, you still don't even know. Yeah, it sounds predictable. You know, what, even if
1: you hit it what, yep. the same way every time, it's going to react differently.
2: Yep. It just it just yep. all I it just it. all depends. Yep, it just all depends. So, but. Uh, but hey, man, I yes, I this appreciate you awesome. calling me up and coming out and 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 getting to go through the event and kind of kind of highlight it a little bit and and uh, you know talk about you know the different aspects of it and you know throw a little throw a little history out there and and uh, you know and mix it all up. So yeah, very cool. Thanks know.
1: for the uh, all the information about it stuff I didn't know about it already going into it and uh, it's been good. So thanks for coming on, Eric. Oh.
2: Yep, I appreciate you having me on, man. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon, somewhere along the line, and uh, you know I'm sure we'll be uh, chatting about the same stuff.
1: All right, sounds good, Eric. <laughs> All right,
2: thanks. See you, Tony. Have a good night, man. All right, bye. All right, thank you. Bye, bye.